Thank you for hitting play on the Successful Hairstylist Podcast. I'm Ren Lopa, the CEO and founder of Wolf and Rabbit Inc. Salon Marketing, and I'm obsessed with helping hairstylists book luxury clients in just 30 minutes a day. My students have been able to double their sales in only 30 days, and so instead of worrying about their next paycheck, they're focusing on raising their prices and scaling to that 10K month level. You can have that too. Today's training is our monthly behind the chair growth call that takes place in our free community, Successful Hairstylists over on Facebook. These calls are so important because they give you the chance to objectively see how your business is doing as that CEO. So much of your time is spent working in your business, you know, serving your clients, scheduling, (laughs) managing inventory, making sure your formulations are right, that this 30 minutes with me here is going to be at least one time a month that you're able to put on your CEO hat and really look at what's happening in your business. In this training, you'll find inspiration, you'll hear some common questions that are asked by people in the group, and then you'll also hear the most important numbers to be tracking to really see, are you growing? What can you do better? And how can you set up this next month for success? You can come and join the conversation over on Instagram at RenLopaOfficial or search for the Successful Hairstylist community on Facebook. I will see you there. All right, let's get into it. If you haven't been to one of these before, what these calls are all about is just taking time to look at our numbers. You know, numbers can be stressful. Um, I was actually just talking to my mentor and we were talking about how, you know, numbers can actually bring up anxiety. Sometimes they can bring up judgment in ourselves, right? If we're not where we want to be. And so for a lot of us, we can tend to then avoid them and do everything we can to kind of stay away from them um, instead of looking at them straight on. So already you showing up today tells me that you're invested, you're ready, you're not putting your head in the sand, you're okay with taking a look at what's going on because you know that that's how you're going to be able to grow. So I'm so happy that you guys took time out of your morning to do that. So I did have a quote that I wanted to share with you before we get started and really I just wanted to speak this over you. I wanted to speak it over me and my business. So here it is, ready? Okay, trust me when I say that one day it's going to hit you, that you woke up happy, that you're smiling for no reason, that your hands aren't shaking anymore. One day you're going to remember what it was like to be you a year ago or three years ago or even a week ago, and you're going to be so glad that you fought. You're going to be so glad that you kept going. And that is by Bianca Sparacino. And I just love that. Like it even gives me chills just reading it to you all because, you know, sometimes when we're not where we want to be, it can be stressful or it can be disappointing. But you guys remember what it was like last year. I mean, we have a lot to be thankful for when we look at that. Okay, so as we think about March, 
you know, as we look back at March, let's go ahead. Um, I actually have some journal prompts for you. And I did just want to talk about, you know, as as hard as the past couple years have been and as much as like we've made it through, obviously there is turmoil in our world right now. There is a lot of things that can feel scary and heavy. And I know behind the chair when it was like an election cycle or when there was like a lot going on in the world, it was really hard to keep that high vibe conversation wise, energy wise with clients. So first, I just want to validate that like you're going through a lot right now. Like March was heavy. And also I want to lovingly remind you that in times of turmoil and stress and <laughs> seeming chaos at times, I want you to hold on to and find comfort in the things that you can control. Okay, because so many things are totally out of our control. So I want you to focus on what you can control, which is your energy, your effort, your sphere of influence with your family and friends and community. That is what we can control. And so these check-in points are really about that because especially as it relates to business, a lot of things are out of control. We can't you know, decide if people are comfortable now to be out more and making appointments more. Like we can't make that decision for people, but what we can do is make sure we're putting out the effort and we're showing up the way that we need to in order to truly not only reach our potential, but have the biggest impact. I know that you're all here because you really care about the women that you serve. You really care about your career. Many of you are fighting for a better future for your family, for your children. So I know how much this means to you. And with that said, the more we can focus on what really matters and what we can really control, the better we're going to be able to do in business in terms of staying consistent and showing up. Okay, Alyssa says, hi from Ottawa, Ontario. I'm so grateful for the sun shining and being able to live my dream of being a business owner. Yes, we are living the dream, right? Tanya says, good morning, I made it. I'm so happy that you did. I'm so happy you're here. Okay, so here are a couple of journal prompts for you for this month. So what I want you to think about as we look at March is just three questions, okay? So these are simple. You can do one sentence. You could even talk into a voice memo if you're not a writer, so no pressure. But the first question is, what felt really good this month. So as you look back at March at your business, you know, you can do this for personal too, but let's try to focus on our businesses right now. What felt good in March? Okay. On the flip side, the next question is what didn't feel good in March? Okay. Um, what maybe didn't work or didn't go as smoothly or didn't happen? Um, a lot of times this can even look like, you know, answering client texts too late at night or um, maybe not having a good work-life balance, having a lot of cancellations, um, working way past when you were supposed to, okay? So what didn't feel good? What was challenging for you? And then the last question is, what would you like to kind of let go of, release into the past? 
And then what do you want to bring with you into a new month? So as business owners, it's really important that we're always thinking about what is working and paying attention and then continuing to do that. Like there's this super funny saying that's basically like, it worked so well, I never did it again. Okay, like have you guys ever done that? Because I have. I'll do something that gets me all these results and I'm like, that was amazing. And then I never do it again. I never either remember, make it a priority, all this stuff. So we want to use these journal prompts as a way to remember what's working and then bring that into the next month with us. So now what I want you to do is look at the previous month. So this would be February and you should have some of your numbers. If not, you can obviously take time and pull them up. And I want you to obviously compare February to March and just take a look. It's all about just observing and seeing what's going on. Then if you were in business last year, I want you to take a look at March, 2021. So basically what we're doing here is we're just setting a point of reference, right? We wanna look at February, 2022, and then March, 2021, in order to kind of get a gauge for where our numbers are. Because if you've been to these calls, like you've heard this a million times, but how we feel about how we're doing is sometimes really different from how we're actually doing. And really it can go both ways. Sometimes we feel like we're killing it and then our sales don't really show that. That's happened to me before. Um, and then sometimes we feel like, oh, I could have done more. I didn't see anybody. I did so bad this month. And then our sales are actually, you know, 20% over last year, which is truly a success. So we want to pull those numbers to kind of frame out where we are and how we're doing. Okay, so next we are going to, now that we have those numbers to frame, we are going to pull up our March sales, okay? And as you guys know, if you want kind of like the list of the numbers and the breakdown, just send me a message and let me know. I have this in a quick Google Doc that I could share with you guys, um, but here we go. So for March, this is what I want you to look at. So we have monthly sales, kind of like total sales, and then I want you to break it down into retail, service sales, average ticket, okay? From here, I want us to pay attention to what were your top services in March? And this is really important because some of you are trying to grow a certain part of your business, right? You're trying to grow maybe a certain specialty, a certain aspect of your business. Um, maybe even if your sales are lower and then you look at your top services, it's like, well, oh, I had like 20 men's cuts last month. Like, that's why my numbers are so skewed and looking weird. Okay, cool. What, what can I do about that in April? That might help that, you know, result be a little bit better. So this is just gonna give you information. So what were your top services? Then we wanna think about how many clients did you have total, and then how many new clients did you see? Okay. Then I want you to pull up 
your schedule and I want you to think back to your schedule and just kind of like a yes or a no or maybe on a scale of one to five, uh, five being perfect and one being not at all. Um, how well did you stick to your schedule? Okay, so that's another important thing. What we don't want to happen, and you know, sometimes it's okay, we're going to have vacations and we need to work extra, or we're going to have things where our schedule flexes a little bit, but we just wanna make sure if we have a high month, it's not only because we worked a bunch of extra hours, okay? Like that isn't necessarily what we're trying to do is work more to make more. We want to work smarter to make more money, okay? So one to five, how well did you stay within your schedule? Okay, so now we're going to shift into your marketing efforts, all right? And I love including this in these monthly growth calls, these monthly check-ins because there is this psychological effect, which I've talked about before, but it's called the overconfidence effect, okay? And it's the psychological bias that we all have where in our minds, we exaggerate our own effort, okay? And so why I like to look at what we did for marketing is just so that we can objectively step back and see what we did. So this is going to be, you know, audience growth on Instagram, so new followers, new appointment requests from Instagram. I want you to take a look at how many times did you actually post? And then also any other platforms you're on. So if you frequently use local Facebook groups, if you are using the Nextdoor app, if you like to post on Yelp or Google My Business, how many times did you post in those places? And then I want you to look at the same data. How many appointment requests came from those places? So the other benefit of tracking this, tracking our effort on our marketing, is that we're actually going to be able to see, okay, like, is where I'm putting my energy working? Is it working? And we need to see that. Now, of course, we need to give things time to work, but if you're focusing, let's say, on five different platforms, you're sort of posting on all of them and you're not getting results from any of them, that would be good information, right? It's like, okay, let's simplify this, let's stick to one, let's go all in, let's see if I can get some better results here. So it's just kind of collecting data. Hi, Amber, so happy you're here. Yeah, growing your color services, perfect. Okay, and you were a three. A three isn't bad, so that means you didn't stick to your schedule perfectly, but it wasn't totally off the rails, right? You did some compromising. And you know, at different points in our career, it is what it is, and there's always a different circumstance too. Plus, sometimes people just want something different than what we booked them for, and we have that choice to make, right? Is this a project I'm willing to tackle today. <laughs> if it's yes, then we know. We might stay later and all of that. Okay, awesome. So as you look at these numbers, what I want you to think about is, first of all, approaching it with compassion, <laughs> right? Maybe it's not where you want it to be. Maybe it is. 
So first, having compassion. And then second, having standards and then setting some goals for April. Okay, so we kind of want to use this to then set our goals for April. And the reason we do that too is because we want to be setting realistic goals. Goal setting in the dark, like just kind of choosing whatever sounds cool, can be really, really hard and stressful and frustrating discouraging and all the other things. So we want to set our goals based on our actual life. Okay. So for example, if you're still in a place of growing your clientele, I want you to look at that new client number. Okay. And set a goal for that new client number, set goals for your marketing. So if you're trying to grow your clientele, and you posted, let's say, six times on Instagram last month, <laughs> maybe you want to try to post eight times, maybe you want to try to post 10 times, okay? And really think about what has worked with me getting new clients in the past and how can I do those things in April to keep my momentum going, okay? So we're not doing the, it worked so well, I never did it again thing. <laughs> So as you set goals, I also want you to think about what they look like on the practical day-to-day -day level. So I know that I'm very like um, driven by day-to-day -day routines, um, but it's like for me, having structure, having control over the things I can control, like what time I wake up <laughs> and the effort that I put out, it has really helped me on the days where I'm struggling with a, a bout of depression, okay? Or I'm really struggling with anxiety. Um, maybe you have ADHD or something like that and it's like a really challenging time and there's like, you know, a flare up or whatever you would call it where it's just feeling very unmanageable. Having these daily goals and these like weekly goals to just kind of see and know what you're doing, what you're focusing on, it actually sets you free. It's like everybody says that, right? Everybody talks about how discipline and structure gives us more freedom and it's just true. So already coming to these calls, you're establishing some structure into your business. So amazing job. Now you'll just want to think about, okay, how can I do another one of these for myself halfway through the month? So possibly what you can do is open your calendar and on April 15th, <laughs> I want you to write down, well, first of all, make sure your taxes are done. Okay, that's coming up. But on April 15th, maybe you can write down um, growth check-in. Okay, just put a reminder in your calendar. So when it pops up, you know, okay, cool. Let me pull out the numbers from my call with Ren. Let me see where they are in comparison to my goals, in comparison to last month, what I was doing, and, you know, have a little bit of accountability and like propel myself forward. I find it is so interesting because when we, you know, when we pay attention to things, they just magically grow. Like that's the power of manifesting and all of that stuff. What we pay attention to grows. So 
The last thing that I really want to just say is that it's not about doing things perfectly. Okay, so if we talk specifically about marketing or how you're showing up to talk about your business, I think there is so much pressure in our industry. Um, Alyssa, you and I were even talking about this a couple weeks ago, but there's a lot of pressure in our industry to look a certain way, to talk a certain way, to um, specialize in certain things or whatever. And what happens when we get into this perfection trap is it's exhausting and we are always feeling like we're not we're like falling short and we're not quite hitting the mark so as you go into this new month as you plan posts for april or plan some amazing add-ons or promotions or things like that for april i want you to really check in and just make sure that everything is feeling good with your spirit and that you're not getting in that cycle and one quick example of this would just be on instagram let's say on reels have you ever spent a lot of time on a post or a lot of time on a reel and like made sure the lighting was great and you had like perfect points and you even did like maybe cool editing on it and it got like five views but for some reason, the ones that you just record quickly in your pajamas with messy hair and like imperfect makeup and imperfect environment does so much better. And I think that is a perfect example of being authentic and really just saying what we want to say without scripting or making it so contrived is what people are craving. It's what helps people connect to us. And it also just feels good to us because we just get to show up as ourselves. Even if it's in, you know, a lounge set and, you know, I didn't brush my hair yet today. It's like, this is me, this is authentic. Um, and you have permission to do that too. And when you show up as yourself, it's actually easier to get luxury clients. You know, sometimes we think, okay, if I want luxury clients, then I have to have a Louboutin bag and I have to, you know, wear red bottoms and like be this way. But you just need to be you and be honest and be authentic. And that's how it happens so much quicker. Okay, Alyssa said, talk more about referrals to my clients. Good. Be more compassionate with myself and enjoy the journey as it's unfolding. Instead of playing the game, what if it doesn't work? Ooh, love that, Alyssa, right? Where we kind of mind read the future in the negative. So one thing on that that has worked really well for me, and I now do this with everything I'm like, not complaining about, but I guess like having anxiety about, right? Like, what if it doesn't work? What if I fail? What if nothing happens? What if it's the same a year from now? What my therapist actually encouraged me to do is I also have to speak the good into the into the world. So if I want to speak that out loud and say, well, what if it doesn't work out? I also have to say, well, but what if it does? What if that's the thing? Maybe this is the breakthrough that I needed. What if next year I doubled or tripled or I have a new opportunity? So if you're going to play the what if, you have to do it equally both. 
Okay, Karen said, weekly goal written down because I never remember. Awesome. Thank you for your honesty with that. Seriously, it's the same. You're in good company. And just having that awareness helps because, Karen, I feel like what you're going to realize is that when it's, let's just say you work Monday to Friday, when it's Wednesday or Thursday and you see how close you are to that weekly goal, how much more motivated is it to really deliver that great service to your clients or see how you can get one more client in to hit that goal. Like it does something to us that's like really beautiful when we can see and just be aware. Barb said, I've never done that before. Should I be conservative about the goal? Yeah, so um, putting it in your calendar for sure and then being conservative about the goal. Barb, I think for that, it's really about checking in on yourself and what has worked and what hasn't worked for you in the past. So some people are genuinely really inspired by giant goals, okay? They're like, wow, yes, I'm at 2,000, but I want 10,000 next month. Okay, so for some people, that is really, really motivating. For me personally, it is demotivating. I'm like, yeah, that's never going to happen, so not doing it right? So I just know myself that setting smaller goals, you know, still a stretch, let's say 20%, 30% increase, which in that scenario of 2000, I think would 20% would be to hit like 2500, right? So even setting goals like that for me feel better because I'm like, okay, I can make this happen, you know, to go up $500, that could be, you know, three new clients, or I could offer, you know, I'm not doing the math on this, but, or I could offer every client a conditioning treatment and a shine gloss, and that would help me hit my goal like this. So um, check in with yourself, but I would say smaller might be better. If you've tried bigger and not followed through, then definitely go smaller. Please take some time to share this group with your hair besties. I want us all to be growing together and you truly mean so much to me. I want your success more than anything. I wish I could you know, come and do it sometimes myself for you, but you've got this. I'm so excited to see what April holds for you and to tie back with the quote we read at the beginning, one day it's all going to be paying off and that is being built right now. Good job showing up for yourselves and I will see you in the group. Hey you, I see you working so hard. I know that you're trying all the things and yet word of mouth continues to be the only way you're trickling in new clients. At this pace, you know it's going to be another three to five years to reach your goals. You see others out there making progress and honestly, it seems really easy for them. You're wondering, what is missing? I want you to know this isn't your fault. Most likely you've been copying and pasting methods that have just worked for someone else instead of having a method as unique as you. It can be different though, even if programs haven't worked for you before, even if you've struggled to follow through before, even if you struggle with ADHD, depression, or anxiety, even if you're new to the industry or older and this whole social media world feels so foreign to you, even if you don't want to make videos, it can be different. 
When you know the few things you need to focus on to actually generate money in your business, everything becomes clear. In five weeks, your business can look completely different. DM the word method to me on Instagram for details. It's at Renlopa official. I'll see you there.